0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Final hour on this Monday. More of your phone calls. Phone calls have been good today. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Last night, the Warriors welcomed back Clay Thompson. First time NBA fans have seen him in a uniform since the 2019 NBA Finals. Over three hundred or 900 days ago, he was out with the torn ACL, the ruptured Achilles and the return will only add to a very dangerous Warriors team that I think is the team to beat out West. Golden State, second in the West. Uh, Draymond and Steph there, they got a young bench there. They got some depth. The Warriors will understandably take their time with Thompson. He played 20 minutes last night, had 17 points in the win against the Cavs. It's going to take a while for him to get back into the swing of things, but the Warriors have done everything right And they have uh, every reason to be cautious as they uh, move forward. But the NBA should be a little more nervous today after what we saw with Clay Thompson last night. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We got a poll question. Are we going to stay with the poll question for the final hour?
1: So far, we are going
0: to keep that same poll question. Okay. And that's where you tell the audience since we're just starting a new hour. Hold on. Do you understand how this works? I do. Okay.
1: Who was the most disappointing NFL team this season? Right now, the Browns are ahead of the Ravens, who are ahead of the Seahawks, followed by the Colts, Vikings, and Saints.
0: If I wanted something, you know, somebody irresponsible doing this, I would have kept McLovin here.
1: I I was looking for a more significant cue, so I have to I have to pick up on the cue the to go. Oh no no moment. no
0: I give you a lot of cues and you don't <laughs> pick up on them. You go right them. through the stop sign. <laughs> yes you do. Uh, in case you're just joining us, we had a lot of action uh, around nine twenty-five, nine thirty Eastern, where we had uh, we had some coaches who were fired. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, the uh, general manager and coach, fired in Chicago. No surprise there. Mike Zimmer is out. Rick Spielman, the GM in Minnesota, I believe, is out as well. The big surprise, I think, was Brian Flores. The Dolphins head coach has been fired. And Stephen Ross is the owner of the Dolphins. And he had a couple of things to say about, you know, that it was time to move on from Brian Flores. He's not sure. He has no coach in mind. I don't believe that, but look, he's not going to tell you who he's interested in. He just said that um, he has a lot of confidence in Tua. Are they interested in Deshaun Watson? Um, The next coach will work with Tua and whoever else. I have a lot of confidence in him. Uh, Let's see. He also said that, oh, keep this in mind. The NFL Network pointed this out, that part of the reason why or reasons why Deshaun Watson wanted to go to the Dolphins was – Brian Flores, oops, uh, he was also asked about, this is the uh, the owner, and he was asked about uh, Jim Harbaugh, and he had this to say about the Michigan head coach. I love Jim Harbaugh.
2: Uh, had the opportunity once before it comes to come to the uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, but uh, he's at the University of Michigan, as everybody really knows, and I guess that's really one of my really... Uh, That is my school I graduated from, and I'm very involved in it. And I'm not going to be the person that takes Jim Harbaugh to the University of Michigan. I hope he stays there. He's a great coach.
0: Okay, but if you said to Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, Jim Harbaugh wants to go back to the NFL, would you want Jim Harbaugh to go to the Raiders and not your team? Now, I know you don't want to take him away. What if Jim wants to leave Michigan? Because if it's true that Jim is telling recruits, hey, I'm going to entertain offers from the NFL. Now, are you entertaining offers? Because he looks around at what some of these other coaches are making. And he had to take a pay cut. I think around $4 million pay cut. Well, all of a sudden you get to the final four. "Ah, You know what? Let me see if somebody's interested in me out there. Because I don't know if Michigan has said, you know what, Jim? We want to give you that money back and then some. If Mel Tucker at Michigan State is making $6 million more than Jim, I'm going to guess Jim probably wants to kick the tires on somebody out there. And it wouldn't be another college job. It would be the NFL because he did take a team to the Super Bowl and was very good, respected coach in the NFL. But Stephen Ross says that he doesn't want to take Jim Harbaugh away from his alma mater. But if Jim wants to leave his alma mater, then if I'm Stephen Ross, I would probably say, well, he wants to leave. I was surprised that Ryan Flores got fired. Uh, the owner said, it's the way everyone communicates together that's important in sustaining success in the long term. I don't think there's any organization in the country that you can win and sustain yourself in the long term. I don't know what the hell that means. So that, you, you fired Brian Flores because the way everybody communicates together? Right. Called him a great man, uh, Flores, and that uh, he should be able to get another uh, head coaching job.
3: I hate the compliment <laughs> on the way out. Dan, if you ever boot me, don't compliment me on the way out. Just say, hey, man, he stunk. Didn't work out. Don't compliment me on the way out.
4: Yes, Seaton. I think Brian Flores was 4-2 and two against Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't buy you anything? Everybody, what, yeah, but yeah, you know what? I know that he's beaten the Patriots a bunch and has been a real thorn in their side, but if he just communicated a little better. I don't want my owners speaking. I just don't.
0: I mean, they love they love to speak. You know, it's, it's my team, and I can get out in front. And I, I, I'm going to guess if you fire your head coach, you know who your ne- next head coach is. I'm going to guess. As far as Deshaun Watson, I don't know. If, what, what if the Texans hire Brian Flores, and Deshaun Watson says, hey, I'd like to stay here. I guess it's an option. Our good buddy Sean Salisbury was tweeting out, if I'm the Texans, I give Davis Mills another shot. I thought Mills handled himself in a tough situation, handled himself quite well, and looked like an NFL quarterback. And he's cheap. But that's just some of the news right now. I don't know if David Culley gets fired by the Texans. I hope not after one year. Uh, Joe Judge, with what's going on there, <laughs> I, I I like how the Jags fans, some of the fans said, you know, this they dressed up in as clowns, and they beat the Colts. You know, the Giants fans, you got a clown show there with what's going on. Yeah, pulling
3: that guy Davis Mills you talked about. He they were two and nine. Obviously, they weren't that good, but he was a sixty seven percent passer this year. He threw for sixteen touchdowns and ten picks on a pretty bad team. We only saw that one national game where he looked awful. Yeah, No one really watches the Texans week to week.
0: And if you watch yesterday, he answered everything that the Titans threw at him and uh, nearly pulled off the surprise there. But I, I mean, there's so much movement, potential movement in the offseason here. You're going to have using, usually, usually it's about four openings per season, per offseason. Might have more than that. And then you got the quarterbacking situations. You know, was that, Russell Wilson's last year, or last season, last game in Seattle. I wonder about Pete Carroll's future. Because if I'm management, do I want to keep Pete? I don't think you can keep both. And I know Russ says that, hey, we're, we're on the same page. It's like the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns tweeted out something or leaked something, air quotes. Hey, Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield are uh, on the same page. All that is, is, hey, can you guys lay off for a while? You know, he, he just had surgery. You know, this isn't a commitment, but, you know, I just don't want you talking about this. But, I, you know, you're trying to figure this out of who's going, who's staying. Um, I, I could see Russ if he stays. Maybe Pete Carroll is not there, but I don't know. That's, uh, there's something there. Let's put it that way.
3: There's something there. Yeah, Paul. I think New Orleans, I could come back to this. I think New Orleans is as interesting as anybody. They cannot go forward with what they have. Yep. They got three mishmash quarterbacks. They don't have one. Yep.
0: Well, you know, if Cleveland stay, Cleveland can tell you whatever they want to tell you. But if somebody says, hey, you know, Russell, wave is no trade. He would go to Cleveland. Okay. What's Cleveland going to do? Say, no, we're going to stay with Baker? At least I know what I'm getting with Russ at that price. I'm not quite sure with Baker what I'm getting. If I'm if I'm paying 45, do you know Kirk Cousins is going to be 45 million dollars next year? Yeah, (laughs) I, I, I
4: yes, but it's still the let Russ cook guy. Uh, It's still the guy that, after all this time, he still hasn't proven himself enough to sling it a little bit. Well, that's Pete Carroll. I think that's just Pete's philosophy
0: of what he wants from a quarterback. I don't know, but if I go to, if Russ goes to Cleveland, it feels like they're a run first team. If you go to New Orleans, you're going to be able to pass. Um, If you go to Denver, You're going to be able to pass. By the way, I know that we. it feels like they they piled on uh, Brandon Staley after last night, which I don't understand at all, and then piled on Vic Fangio, the Broncos' head coach, after they lost their game against Kansas City. And he said after the game in the press conference, hey, look, the Raiders, Chargers, and Chiefs all have elite quarterbacks. And people are like, oh, you threw Drew Locke under the bus. Drew Locke threw himself under the bus. Vic Fangio was honest. And people were like, for some reason, he just told you the truth. Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and Patrick Mahomes, they're very good to elite quarterbacks. And you have Drew Locke and an injured Teddy Bridgewater. That's why you have all this turnover in Denver. How many coaches has Denver had in the last six or seven years? Too many. Yes, thank you, Todd.
1: Vance Joseph, that didn't work out too no, well.
0: But until you find a quarterback, you're going to continue to churn through coaches. And and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time can't find a quarterback. John Elway cannot find a quarterback. And we've had him. Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon and... Oh, my God, Drew Locke, he's got a cannon. I don't care if you got a cannon. Can you complete a pass? And does he make plays? Yes, he does. There are times when you go, all right, I like what I see there. Just not consistent. Vic Fangio was honest. I don't have an elite quarterback. And that's why we're in the position we're in. Scott in Montana joining us. Hey, Scott, what's on your mind?
5: DP, I'd like to say I got a best and a worst, but I got a worse and a worser. Okay. Uh I off, I hate to see Zim go. Then he made Cousins and the system around Cousins work. I think the defense banged up. Uh, this would have been an 11-1 team playoff bound. I like, can't hold Zim against that. Worser, uh, tip of the cap to NDSU. You guys are an FBS team playing in the FCS. Congratulations on your ninth out of the last 11 championships. Uh, Hopefully uh, you're moving on to the FBS. Well,
0: that's it, Dan. All right. Thank you, Scott. I don't know if the Bison are moving up. If I'm the Bison, I don't want to. I mean, you get national recognition. You get a standalone game playing in the national title game. Everybody knows North Dakota State, the Bison. Uh, you know, Montana State losing its quarterback in the first series. That certainly had uh, an impact there. But North Dakota State, that's a great program. Gus in Los Angeles. Hi, Gus. What's on your mind?
5: Uh, yes, sir. Mr. Patrick, good morning. Hope you and the boys had a great weekend. Best and worst. Best. Uh, one of the best weekends of football around. Uh, my Steelers are in. I called a few weeks ago. I said, after the Chargers game, I'm like, yo, it's embarrassing. No shot for going. And lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> uh Worst of the weekend, couldn't really celebrate too much because my body is sore from head to toe because I'm trying to get in shape because apparently I have to pay up a damn shower of shame and I can't be on the beach with more rolls than the Pillsbury Doughboys, <laughs> So that's what I'm doing. Um, and then just quickly, really quickly about this point. So yesterday, my guy TJ Watt ties a single-season sack record. All of a sudden, all over social media and everything like that, people are saying – Oh, oh, oh! It took him 17 games. Well, in reality, he missed two games, so it only took him 15. Well, my point to that is, is that even Devonte Adams broke a record or he tied a record himself yesterday, and then Kyler Murray set a, like a record of like you know how many touchdowns and whatever. Um, my point is, is that are we going to start seeing? like the records being watered down with the addition of another game, another week, are they still going to hold up some, some value these records or are people just going to be like, well, he broke them in week 17. Yeah, but they've been doing this though.
0: Thank you guys. But you know, when they went from 12 to 14 and then 14 to nobody, where's the outcry of going from 14 to 16 games and somebody has a record. How about those who did it in 14 games? Now we're at 17, and all of a sudden you have, you know, this outcry of, oh, yeah, but it took another game. What about the guys who set records in 14 games, and we went to 16 games? O.J. Simpson is the all-time single-season rushing leader per game. He averaged 143 yards per game. That's 10 yards more than second place. Now, nobody's going to bad for OJ, but I will say the football player, he did it in 14 games, Rush for 2,000 yards. But I don't hear anybody going, yeah, oh, these guys who have 16 games. Okay, why are we picking and choosing? Yeah, Cooper Cup, he's going to need another extra game. Okay, well, when Megatron broke it, did anybody say, well, he's doing it in 16 games? I don't think
4: so. Yeah, Seton. Dan, I just wanted to say thank you <laughs> for your support in all of my endeavors. DP packs the juice. Do we know if
0: OJ did email or tweet the show when McLubbin left?
3: We responded to the email that we think was OJ Simpson's, and we haven't heard back yet. I did it from another computer, by the way. I didn't want to do it from mine. Dan, Uh-oh. I heard you've got an opening. <laughs> Let's take a break. A
0: juice, poll question. Yeah. 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 Juice, give me the poll results, please.
4: 57% <laughs> take the Ravens.
0: Uh, juice, you lost uh, a bet. You got to get a pie to the face. <laughs> I'd like to see somebody try. I'm not doing it. Uh, Fritzy, would you be okay sitting in the back row with OJ?
1: Mm, wouldn't love that. Okay.
0: I don't think he would love being next to I don't think so. He he
4: may have a tougher time. I mean, Antonio Brown is crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let me take a break. Carson Palmer will join us coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, we got a lot of people who are uh, offering up the opportunity to uh, keep Seton company. That's not what the uh, the campaign, that's not the giveaway, the keep seat and company. <laughs> Hashtag keep seat and company, yes. that's it. You could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 by Storyteller Overland. You enter the DP Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. DanPatrick.com, FoxSportsRadio.com. You enter, you get the official rules for your chance to win this amazing Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that Seaton is going to be taking cross-country. We're going to get it delivered here, I believe, and then Seaton and the French kid are driving cross-country to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. Heck yeah. What could go wrong? DanPatrick.com or FoxSportsRadio.com, and you have to do so by February 2nd. We gave one away. Was it last year that we gave one away? We had over 200,000 people who entered. So you have the opportunity February 2nd, and uh, you can get all the uh, official rules, your chance to win this. What do I have to do to get in that No. (laughs) I guess, OJ, you're eligible. (laughs) Some equipment described is optional. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This program brought to you by Level Select CBD. Provides targeted relief, helps treat everyday discomfort when you need it the most. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com. Use the promo code dp thirty. $30 $30 off your entire order today. $30 off levelselectcbd.com. Promo code DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Carson Palmer joining us. His weekly pit stop here. Were you on a team that a coach got fired? I was trying to see if you were... Uh, did you have a coach fired no. while you were on? No? Never.
2: No, not not during a season. Always. Uh, it happened... Well, it happened one time to Dennis Allen after the season when I was playing with the Raiders, but not during a season.
0: Did all your former teams make the playoffs? They sure did. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> so Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders? They're all in. Yeah. And and they all could exit really quickly, unfortunately. <laughs> I was going to say, out of those three, who has the best chance to advance?
2: Um. You know, I think, I think the Raiders are going to go to Cincy. They're tired. They just played – they played a whole football game and another quarter. Um, they, lost, they lost Phyland in, in the middle of their defense, who's been an absolute monster in the run game. They're fatigued. They're tired. They have all this – you know, it's a huge emotional swing to go from, from that win right into getting ready to prep and get on a plane and fly to the, the East Coast. So I just think that's a lot to deal with. That's an exhausted team playing against a really fresh team. That has a ton of momentum has been playing really really well arizona you just i I don't know you know they they um they've looked really good they've beaten the best in the game they've lost to some teams you just look at and go how did they lose that game and i think the turning point i said this uh last year i think the turning point was last year when they went to new england and they were rocking and rolling and, and playing really good football and bill belichick had a game plan that a lot of people have have really just tried to imitate and and replicate and that is keeping kyler murray in the pocket you don't go for sacks you don't try to get him on the ground you just keep him in the pocket and he bill belichick gave kyler murray fits and when teams have done that to the cardinals they've had a lot of success now in saying that i don't know if if the rams can can have that type of mentality on defense i mean that is certainly not the way that aaron donald plays that is certainly not the way that that Von Miller plays, those guys just wreak havoc and go after the quarterback. So I don't know if that'll be their game plan, but a lot of teams have had success against Arizona when they just force Kyler to stay inside the pocket and make reads and see over people inside the pocket. So, you know, I, I don't know uh, what Arizona team shows up. Um, I'm obviously hoping uh, the one that won the first appearance in, uh, in LA shows up, but we'll see.
0: The Chargers Raiders, the strategy there at the very end that, um, it feels like people want to pile on Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, because he called a timeout. He was trying to change his defensive personnel. And there was the thought, and the Raiders admitted this after the game, that they were going to play for a tie, which would have meant both teams would have got into the postseason. I have a bigger problem with the Raiders contemplating taking a knee and, and you would you would help a divisional opponent make the playoffs? Help me uh, under, well, where do you stand on, on what happened in the, uh, the final minute there of overtime?
2: No, you, you play to win, especially, I mean, that's, I, I've been a part of that rivalry. That is a fantastic, amazing rivalry for both fan bases. It's so much fun to be a part of. And when you have a chance to knock your rival out, you knock them out. Uh, I was more frustrated with the entire first half. I, I was wanting the Chargers to win by three. And they kept handing the ball off and they were getting dominated up front. They did not have the offensive line to run the ball that much. They got a guy in Justin Herbert who I'd put my money on him eventually winning an NFL MVP. He's that good of a player. And they kept running the ball all the first half. Just when you got a player like Justin and you got a defensive front like the Raiders who have been really good against the run and you've got an offensive front that isn't great in the run game, you just have a, a back like Eckler who can make a play here and there there's other ways to get the ball in Eckler's hands with screens and quick passes. And, you know, I, I I was, I thought the most frustrating part from the, the coaching standpoint of the Chargers was just give the ball to Justin Herbert, let him go, let let him take over this game and get you the playoffs. They took forever. And then finally they got to the fourth quarter and they put the game in Justin's hands and it was out of reach, unfortunately, but he all, he actually almost won it as we all saw, but you got it. When you got one of the better players, one, if not one of the, you know, top two or three quarterbacks in the league, like he's been this entire season, put the, put it on his shoulders, give him a chance to, to get your team to playoffs.
0: Yeah. I just, I I think that, uh, the old school NFL guard has a problem with Brandon Staley with going on, on fourth down and, and they converted six of those fourth down calls. What's your thoughts on, on that philosophy? It, it, It feels like it's the younger coaches using analytics here.
2: It's an analytical thing. Um, but it's also a momentum thing, and and it's, you know, where you stack up. The The Chargers don't stack up in the run game with their offensive front very well against that that Raiders defensive front. So if you're going to go for it, on, you know, you have all these third and one and two to threes, and you're getting stuffed and putting yourself in fourth and three and four because you're not making any hay on third down and running it. You know, it, it's a momentum thing. If you're not, if, if, if everything's rocking and rolling and, and, and they can't stop you, they don't have an answer, then you go for it on fourth down inside your own 30-yard line like they did there. But they were getting pushed around up front and they kept trying to run it. Again, put the ball in Justin's hands. You have a future MVP, you know, one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. He's proven that he can make it happen. I mean, they converted six fourth downs. Just put the ball in his hands and let him throw it or
0: run it, but don't hand the ball off consistently like they did. Fritzie, would you give Carson Palmer the poll question?
1: I can. Poll question is as follows. Who was the most disappointing NFL team this season? Browns, Colts, Ravens, Seahawks, Vikings, Saints.
2: I think it's the Browns. I mean, just the hype machine that started with, with Cleveland, you know, all summer long, going into training camp, and then as the season progressed, um, it's such a good team, and there's so many quality players in that team. They just couldn't find a way to bring it together, play it together, stay healthy enough, and for them not to be in the playoffs um, with all the hype and all the excitement about Cleveland being back, and fan base, and, and you know they finally were deserving this great team that, that was starting the season, and, and it ended up being a dud. And unfortunately, it, it's, it's happened far too many
0: times in Cleveland. Well, I look at that, that was preseason hype but the Colts had seven Pro Bowl players, and they're not in the playoffs. To me, there wasn't a lot of preseason hype, but you had results during the regular season, and uh, I, I just wonder, I mean, they're stuck with Carson Wentz.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, he's he has not played very well at all, and it's a much easier division to win than the AFC North that, that Cleveland was playing in when you look at Indy, so um obviously another big um big disappointment they're stuck with Carson he uh he unfortunately just consistently has not made plays when he's needed to and when they needed him to make a big play he made a poor decision or a poor throw and um you know it's it's you look at that defense they can rush the passer Leonard is a phenomenal linebacker one of the top couple linebackers in the league great great in the secondary very well coached their running back led the league in yard I mean it just everything stacked up for them to have a great year. And they didn't, that's the thing too about it is they didn't need Carson Wentz to throw for 5,000 yards, and 45 touchdowns. They needed him to just protect the ball, get them in the right play at the wrong at the right time, get the ball to their their running back and let him do his thing. And really he needed to throw for 4,000 yards and throw for 28 or 32 touchdowns, uh, but keep the interceptions in the single digit to maybe low tens. And that's not what happened
0: this year in Indy. T.J. Watt's second quarter sack tied him with Michael Strahan for the single season sack record, 22 and a half. Why is it we have a problem with records in 17 games, but nobody had a problem when we went from 14 to 16 games and the records that were set?
2: I don't know. I was listening to your segment earlier, and I didn't even realize we went from 14 to 16, and don't know when we went from 14 to 16. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a 16 game guy, so I'm looking at, at whatever record I might have. I'm going to get another, you know, another game every year. That's another 300 yards and another three touchdowns if, if that quarterback plays well. So, you know, I could care less about the 14 game guys. I'm worried about the 16 game guys now that we're at 17.
0: <laughs> Uh, did you ever help somebody with their incentives during a game? Like, like Brady helped Gronk yesterday. I'm sure some other quarterbacks helped their players, but did you ever, were you aware of incentives for some of your, your teammates?
2: Oh, always, always. Uh, I, I don't remember what the incentive was, but TJ Hushmanzata in the last game of the year. I think it was for another 100 catch year. He had a, a 100 catch like three or four years in a row and maybe this is the fifth year. It was the last game. And I I uh, I checked a, like a little bubble screen on a run play just to, and we lost like seven yards on the play too and the coach was pissed <laughs> but uh, but he got his hundred catches for the fourth or fifth year in the row whatever it was but absolutely I mean that is that is part of the job as a quarterback you know it, it, those numbers are, mean a lot to everybody around you and the quarterback's so focused on on wins because that's what they're judged by but when you have a chance to make a guy a million dollar help help a guy earn that million dollar incentive or that couple hundred thousand dollar incentive. You always have to have that on your radar.
0: Did you have incentives in your contract?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not sure that I did. or if I think I hit whatever. They were always minimal in my contracts,
0: and I think I always hit them. Well, you were probably making too much money that they didn't give you incentives.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a threshold. If, if you're league minimum, you have a bunch of incentives. But if you're above league minimum, you have hardly any incentives for the most part.
0: Did you care where you stacked up salary-wise when you played with other quarterbacks?
2: No, not not so much. Um, you know, I, I ended up being drafted really high before the rookie wage scale. So, so you know, at that time, there was, no, there was no cap on the rookie salary. And then I continuously signed big deals throughout my career. And, um, you know, it wasn't a focus of mine or... Um, You know, I I know a lot of guys, there's a respect level. They want to feel respected and want to feel um, they're being honored with their salary in in comparison to other players in the league. Um, Some guys, that's a big deal for. And then I know other guys that are always underpaid, it seems, and don't really care. They're just happy at the opportunity to play and um, happy at the opportunity for the team to have more money to go out and pay the other guys around them. So, you know, I think it's a very, uh, it's, it's to each his own kind of a deal. Some guys are very focused on it, though.
0: What was that first paycheck like?
2: Well, my first paycheck, I, 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 uh, I was on the cover of uh, college football, EA Sports College Football. No, I'm not talking I about had, what I you had,
0: got paid at USC. I'm talking about your, your, first, your first paycheck with the Bengals.
2: I've never got a dollar at USC, Dan. You know that.
0: You got millions I, I, of dollars. Uh, I know. Not just a dollar. Okay. So first paycheck with the like, Bengals.
2: Well, first, I got like a $20,000 paycheck for being on the cover of that video game. Okay. And then everything after that, that was so much money at the time that when a million dollars came in, I was so focused on, on 25 or 30 grand, whatever it was, I bought myself a, my first laptop computer, which you couldn't tell me wasn't the coolest thing in the yeah. world at that
0: time. <laughs> but you know, after I, wow, after you really lived paycheck. it up there, Carson, you, Man, you know, I was... some guys go to Vegas, uh, you know, you, you got a laptop. Wow. You're crazy! What a nerd! What a nerd! <laughs> did Dork. you did you buy mom and dad a laptop as well?
2: No, but I should have.
0: <laughs> did you ever go to the ATM and just check your how much money you were making?
2: Uh, no, but I I followed along on on a um, on my on my you know internet enabled bank account that I was checking out on my laptop um, throughout my career, just to
0: make sure the checks were coming in every week. What do you buy? What's the best gift you ever bought your lineman?
2: I was always, I always really put a lot of time and energy and money into that because I really wanted, uh, I wanted to say thank you in a way. I, I did a bunch of great stuff. I bought guys hot tubs and had them installed at, at their houses one year. I bought them Segways one year right when, when nobody knew really what a Segway was. Um, watches, Louis Vuitton, travel luggage. I always went way above and beyond because then I wanted guys too because as soon as guys started playing well, we never re-signed them, especially when I was in Cincinnati. They went elsewhere. And so <laughs> I wanted them going to other teams and being like, man, you, you got us a laptop. He got us a hot tub. <laughs> so I wanted that spreading out through the league. Do, I wanted word out that I was buying good stuff for my offensive linemen so they'd come and block for me.
0: Do linemen buy the quarterback, anything?
2: I Actually, my uh, one year, the best gift I've ever gotten, uh, my linemen in Cincinnati went together. They, I, I loved to hunt. And they all knew I love to hunt. And they bought me a white, uh, uh, a red stag hunt um, that was super cool. It was a guided hunt that I got to go on. Um, and I actually have that, that red stag mounted up in my house. And that was by far the best gift I've ever got.
0: Great to talk to you again. Thank you, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dan. That's uh, Carson Palmer. He gives nice gifts. Uh, Brought to you by uh, Level Select CBD.
3: Yes, Paul. What do you do if you're a starting quarterback on a a below-average team who gets sacked a lot? Do you still (laughs) buy your linemen something because it's almost like a tradition?
0: We should have David Carr on. (laughs) Of course. I could ask David Carr that. Since nobody got sacked more. Well, I could ask Russell Wilson because – I don't know how many times he was sacked this year, but Russ was on a pace for, I think he was averaging around 48 sacks per year. It'd be kind of hard to go, hey, here you go, guys. Thanks. Without you, I might have been sacked 49 times. Yeah, Paul.
3: Yeah, you're right. Uh, Two years ago, Russell was the most sacked quarterback in the league. He averages about 40 sacks being sacked per season. (laughs) He's at 427 in only 10 years. I I remember looking up the stat, I think it's, Somewhere in the 600s is the record for most sack quarterback.
0: But that stat led me to asking him about wanting to stay in Seattle. And I, and I brought that up to say, you know, how much longer can you take this? And then that started the whole conversation, which was coming up on a year anniversary. Yeah, Paul.
3: Brett Favre was Brett Favre! sacked 525 times in 18 years. Russell Wilson should fly past that record about three years from now.
0: Well, what about the 17-game schedule? <laughs> like, everybody was like, oh, that's not a real record by T.J. Watt. That's not a real record by uh, Cooper Cup. I'm like, I don't remember anybody with this outcry when we went to 16 games. I don't remember. And then it's not going to be long until we go to 18 games. The 17 gamers are going to be upset about this. All right, last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store for tomorrow, right after this. Mario did some research and Fritzy and Paulie <laughs> lost. Yes, Mario did some research. Uh, Paulie and Fritzy lost the J.J. Watt over under sack bet at the beginning of the season. And I, so I think it's pies to the face, but I'm thinking that maybe it's just you guys give each other a pie to the face right. at some point.
3: And Fritzy has the crying bet with you.
0: Yeah, Fritzy is uh, owed a pie to the face. Seaton is owed a pie to the face from a long time ago, I think. I think there was one left over.
4: I think you're, you're owed. Uh, and It might actually be two, mm. as a matter of fact. I lost a bet like three years ago.
0: Uh, Fritzy is cooking chili on Thursday for Friday's Meet Friday.
4: That is true. Uh, you know, we were just talking
0: about this. Best movie you saw the first time you saw it. Like, the experience of Usual Suspects. When you watched it, you're like, whoa, what just happened? Momento with Guy Pierce, is another one of those. He had he had memory issues, and he would get tattoos because he had, like, short-term memory loss. Uh, get Out, when you watch that oh, yeah. first time. There's got... I mean, there's so many of them, and it's not fair to bring it up this late in the show. Seton, do you have one where you go...
4: First time you watched it, and maybe you didn't know much about it. Did you say Six Sense? No, that's a good one. That was a good. If you were able to see that without knowing how it was going to turn out, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was a good twist. Yeah, Pauline.
3: That Ben Affleck movie, Gone Girl. Okay. I think after you see it a couple times, you're like, eh, a little hokey here at the end. But the first time you see it, like this okay. is intense. Okay, all right. Love Actually. That was one that really...
4: <laughs>
0: it'll never get
3: better than the first time, Dan.
4: You're right. You're never going to get to see that again. Yeah, Love, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But what there there has to be a couple of obvious ones where that next day you come in, and you go, oh, my God. Yes, Todd.
1: Does it have to be because it was suspense or like you didn't realize that was going to be the ending or just a movie that had an effect on you?
0: Just give us your movie out of the 70s or
1: 80s. I think our camp counselors took us to a movie called Private Lessons with Sylvia <laughs> no, Crystal. No, and sounds... we were only like nine or 10 years old. And we were supposed <laughs> to see the Apple Dumpling Gang, which was like a Tim Conway Walt Disney movie. And he decided he was on weed or something. He snuck us into that. Instead. He was on the weed. He was on the weed. He was, Screw the apple dumpling game. I'm going to see Private Lessons. All right, what's Private Lessons? And what was her name? Sylvia Crystal. Oh, boy.
0: You can remember that. You can't remember the poll crystal. I, I remember the
1: song. Wait and see victory. Da, 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 da. Remember that song? Yeah. That was in that movie. Who sings that? I don't know. Earth, Wind,ed Fire. I'm just guessing. Yeah.
0: Why don't you let him do it, uh, Lance in San Diego? Hey, Lance, what's on your mind?
5: What's going on, Dan and Danette? Hey, bud. Uh, there's a lot on my mind today. uh Oh. Um. I know. I'm. I'm a diehard Chargers fan. So first of all, best of the weekend is the fact that my blood pressure and anxiety levels are going to re- go back to normal <laughs> now that my boys are out of the out of the season. Second of all. I don't know how to feel about this, Dan. I'm just going to pick a bone with you. First of all, the worst of the weekend. Obviously, there's a historical reference to the Holy Roller and all these things that had to do with the Raiders and Chargers in the past. And to be quite frank, I understand before I say what I say fourth down conversions a must a must kick return uh, the wide receiver dropping a ton of balls a missed field goal those all add up and those are historically been the chargers issues however momentum swings are big especially when you're playing in somewhere like the black hole for that being said, let's think about this. Second quarter, 47 seconds left, three timeouts on the clock. Derek Carr rolls out, throws an out route to the surface of the sun where an acting job like <laughs> a middle school Shakespeare routine goes down and flags get thrown. We would have had the ball. We had momentum. We had two possessions where we had just recently scored. Then let's call it what it was. Let's call it what it was, a strip sack by Joey Bosa, okay, no reference to it whatsoever after this in the game. And it's just like one of those things. The only thing I'm trying to reach out and see if you have any like um, thoughts about it is are any rule changes going to take place because of this game? Because I at least need something to hold on to. As a Chargers fan for 39 years, I bolt up every year. But at the end of the day, it's like, come on, when does the insanity stop?
0: Thank you, Lance. I I feel your pain. I I mean, look, you got all this talent. Uh You got a great you got a great quarterback. At least you have a great quarterback. There are a lot of teams that don't have they're not set at quarterback. Yeah. Probably, or
4: it feels like the Chargers lost a lot of games by one score yeah. this year. There's a lot of like yeah. losing, you know, 20 to 17s there for some and some teams that I think they should have beaten. I say this every year. I've
0: been doing this for 15 years where I talk about the Chargers. Man, they got a lot of talent. Man, they got a lot of talent. Uh, do you have a quick quarterback quiz? Yes, Dan. And
3: you hate alliteration. Quick quarterback quiz. Um, which quarterback led the league in attempts, seven hundred and nineteen yardage, fifty three hundred, and touchdown passes, forty three, led in all three categories.
0: I think uh, it's Tom Brady, and doesn't that, that was Seton's big prediction this year. Tom, that was, that was pretty close that he would have
4: career high interceptions, inter- career high interceptions. He had twelve picks. Damn, I think his career high is fourteen. Oh, pretty close. It's when they got shut out against
0: the Saints. I think Tom lost the MVP that day. I, I really think it came down to that. And I said Rodgers was, you know, one of the reasons why he's going to play against Detroit. He'd throw a couple of touchdown passes, and then he would sit down. It's exactly what he did. Three touchdowns. Like, okay, 14 of 18. All right, Jordan Love. Anybody have Alabama winning the national... Paulie has Alabama winning the national... Fritzy has Alabama winning the national title. Seton has Alabama... <sighs> I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia. I don't sound too confident. <laughs> well, you're going against Saban. I, 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 uh... Uh, Todd, what would you learn today?
1: What I learned today was NFL head coaches fired this morning. Matt Nagy and the Bears GM, Mike Zimmer and the Vikings GM, and Brian Flores, surprisingly, in Miami.
4: Seton O'Connor. Carson Palmer, not a guy who got his coaches fired. Paulie Lewis Riddick. Same time next year.
0: What we learned brought to you by the compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nibble and ready for anything. Mercedes-Benz vehicle, MBUSA.com Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. Make sure you enter the contest to win that Sprinter van. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out this show. You start the new year, New Year's resolution. How about getting a great night's sleep? Quality sleep is so important. It not only makes it easier to stick with your goals, also helps boost your energy, recovery, well-being and there's a lot of ways that you can do this. Make sleep your number one goal. Whether you uh, set out to exercise more, or eat healthier, or be a parent with patience, most of your resolutions benefit from getting a great night's sleep. There are some tips. Eat smaller meals more frequently. Limit the cocktails that you have. Get outdoors a little bit. Work out. Also, it's time for Sleep Number's lowest prices of the season. Save up to $1,000 on Sleep Number 360 smart beds plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores, or you can go to sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number. My sleep number is 75. The official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League, subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com slash Patrick for details.